Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, so that you may be able to withstand on that evil day, and having done everything, to stand firm. And now, battle ready with Father Dan Rehill. Good day. Welcome to Battle Ready. Let's pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As we venerate the glorious memory of the Most Holy Virgin Mary, grant we pray, O Lord, through her intercession, that we too may merit to receive from the fullness of your grace. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. If you've been to Mass today, you would know that's the prayer from the opening prayer from the uh, presentation of the Blessed Virgin Mary, which we celebrate today. And it's also Monday, so Mom is with us. Good morning, Mom. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah, Good. You? Just fine. Good. Excited for a short week. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, Thanksgiving. Yes, yeah. Thanksgiving is this week. So the yeah, cooking I'm... begins today. Yes, and the busyness begins today. Not for me. No. No, just the cooking. There's no really. There's nothing else for me to really do. Okay. Um. Yeah. So Advent is looming. Advent is almost upon us as well. Yeah. Um. So I would say that the holiday season has begun in the world. Oh, for sure. For sure. So the question would be how to have a holy Advent in the midst of all the busyness. Yes. Uh, this is so, a mistake people make every single year. Yes. They get to Christmas tired, aggravated, poor, and angry. And and that's not how we should be spending Christmas. You should be rested, prayed up, uh, joyful. And the, the, you do have to take steps to protect that, protect your time in order that you really do treat Advent like Advent. Well, the problem is that people have got it all upside down. They uh, They have the tree up now before Halloween. Um, many, many do. Lights on the house, it all starts so early. And yes, by the time Christmas gets here, they're sick of it all. They want the tree down, they want everything done. Yeah. It was different when I was growing up. We put the tree up on Christmas Eve. Advent was Advent. But that's all changed lately. So I think the question becomes, how do we keep our prayer going during at this time of year? And I think today's gospel reading about the woman who put the two small coins in the treasury, I think maybe a suggestion would be if, if our prayer time is by necessity shorter because we have so much to do and we can only give the Lord a couple of small prayers, at least make them prayer from your heart uh, and find little ways to squeeze more prayers in. For instance, if you're standing online, which we do a lot of, uh, you can squeeze a little prayer in there instead of just being impatient. So I think, yes, you have to be intentional about Advent. Otherwise, that, it's that's, just... you know, that's all well and good to squeeze prayers in. But you if you want to be a saint, then you have to put in intentionally time to pray every day. Intentionally. This is the most important thing you're going to do today is, is your prayer. And to have it squeezed in... Now, I would say, yes, you can squeeze it in after you've made sure you have that dedicated time to pray. Then you could be praying, you know, without ceasing throughout all of your day. But I wouldn't recommend just squeezing it in at random because sometimes that just doesn't work. Well, the reality is, though, that it is a very busy time of year for people. 
between the cooking and the visiting and the gifts. Yeah, but and people can get up earlier. I get up at 4.30 every day. <laughs> and if I can do it, everybody else can do it. Well, I, I, bring, the, uh, I bring a different viewpoint than you. You know, I, I, I'm out here in the hustle and bustle. Yeah, but you, you, you don't have to be. Hmm. Well, if you, you have, have a house be. full of children, it's very difficult. You don't have a house full of children. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but even the moms can do it. Like this morning, we had a woman who has four kids and under, probably under seven. Uh, she comes to mass every day, and it's not easy to, you know, herd these four little kids to mass, but she does it. And uh, she was actually one of the she's the one who brought the little baby to Medjugorje. Oh, and she does it because a, the woman is a saint. She is. Her name's Camille. She does it because uh, she knows it's important for her kids, you know, that mm -hmm. they be raised in knowing that this is normal to go to church, not, you know, something random. But uh, what? let's hear what else you got. Well, um, Thanksgiving is coming, um, of course. You know, we have, we need to be in a, an attitude of gratitude. Um, and uh, I think a good way to do, a lot of people get very discouraged, especially this time of year. And I think a good thing to have is a gratitude journal. I've been a big advocate of that for a long time. So just to jot down things we're thankful for. And uh, I just heard recently, somebody said to do a gratitude rosary. And the way you do it is you use the beads, but you don't do the prayers that we usually do. And on the 50 Hail Marys, you just say something you're thankful for and you just keep going. And it's a, they said it's, you really will find 50 things to be thankful for. But it shifts the focus to the positive rather than the negative. And we're bombarded with negative. And so you have to, you have to make a point of thinking about the things that are going well and that are good in your life. So uh, I think this Thanksgiving to really focus on being being grateful. Of, there well, that's yes, of course, that's in the name. Yeah. Uh, of course, Eucharist translates to Thanksgiving. So I would hope that the Catholics at least go to mass to say thank you in a uh, liturgical way. Isaiah, the prophet said, um, give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make known his deeds among the peoples, make them remember that his name is exalted. And that's from the 12th chapter, verses four and five. That's what Thanksgiving should all be all about. You know, there's only one God that we owe everything to, and that's the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the triune God of, um, of Abraham, Isaac, jo and uh, Jacob, and of whom the second person came down to earth, Jesus Christ. Everything, we can thank God for everything we have. Because what do we have that God didn't give us? Mm -hmm. He gave exactly. us the, the, our mind, our, our memory, our imagination, our, our will, our drive, our courage, all of it. It comes from him. So that would be the best thing to do on Thanksgiving. Um, so it's, it doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out prayer, but it, it should be the, 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 the focus of the day, at the very least. And then the food, and then, of course, the football and all the rest of it. I've always liked on Thanksgiving when we go around the table and everybody says what they're most thankful for. It's uh, always interesting. Wasn't it? Was it Thanksgiving when we first heard about Nicole being uh, pregnant? Uh, Nicole's, Nicole's pregnancy with Nicole. Was that Thanksgiving? Yeah, yes, it was. It was. Well, it was either her or... Uh, no, it was... 
on Thanksgiving, we heard, we learned she was pregnant with Megan. Megan, okay, because yeah, yeah. there would be a long pregnancy, twelve months. <laughs> it was Nicole who announced it. Ah, okay. And we say, what did she say? <laughs> um, so I have a scripture on Thanksgiving. Also, it's one Thessalonians five, sixteen to eighteen. Rejoice always, pray constantly, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. That's very important, the every circumstance, no matter what you're going through, to even be thankful for that. Um, there was a time in, in my life uh, when I, you were just born in August and it was Thanksgiving, and I had a hemorrhaging problem since the birth. And uh, the doctor was going to do a surgery on me that would uh, not an, I wouldn't be able to have any more children and he said because it's Thanksgiving though I won't put you in the hospital so let's get through Thanksgiving and you're going in Friday morning at nine o'clock I want you to show up at the hospital well I was very despondent and uh, I, I was finding it hard to be thankful at that moment and then the next morning he called before I got to the hospital he called me up and he said how are you feeling I said I'm ever so slightly better he said don't come and uh, that was the end of it. Uh, it was over. And uh, it was because of Thanksgiving Day that I didn't go in. If it was a normal day, I would have had it done. And this, the next three of my children would never have been. So we have to be thankful in all circumstances, no matter how they look. Yeah. God always has a bigger plan. For, and the rest of that sentence says, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So whatever you're going through, give thanks. Yeah, it's not always easy, but it is. It is. We do say it at every Mass. Yeah. It's in every preface. And then uh, Philippians 4, 6 says, have no anxiety about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. No anxiety about anything. Something I've noticed in just watching the people that you see in the news, people in general around the world, with all the things going on, the most angry and nasty people often seem to be people that don't believe in God. Yeah, it's these people that are anti-church, anti-God. They're so mean and nasty and angry. Yes, and uh, I think it's because I think they go together because gratitude opens our spiritual eyes, and there's like a beautiful cycle in giving thanks to God. The more we thank Him, the more we see Him working in us and around us, and gratitude helps us sense God's presence his uh, care for us, his perfect timing and things. Um, uh, James says, do not be deceived, my beloved brothers. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights. Um, and, you, you know, when you do find people that are very happy and upbeat, um, they often have a, 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 a deep spiritual life. Not always, but often. Well, I have an example of that. Okay. Uh, this this week, I went with Brian and his family to see The Chosen in the movies. Did you know that it's in the movies now? No. Is it like 60 Minutes or a movie? It's a movie. I'm so what it. they did was we had the first two seasons that you could get on TV. The third season is out, but it's you can't get it yet. 
So they took the first two episodes and made a movie. They just put them together as a movie. And um, you, it actually is so popular that you have to make reservations. Uh, we had to sit in the second row because the whole theater was full. The reservation, all they had left was the first two rows. So we went. And um, it was a very interesting experience because of the people in the theater. They were so enthusiastic. They were cheering. And when things weren't going so well, they'd go, oh, you could hear it. It was like one person, but it was the whole, everybody in the theater. And it was a different kind of a crowd than you're usually with. It was a happy, upbeat crowd. And like what you're saying, uh, you know, there was, uh, it was just very interesting. And they, they a lot of young people. Uh, so uh, it's, it's, it's just awesome to see it on the big screen, too. And what they're doing is they're trying to make money to make more episodes. So that's why they put it in the movie. That makes sense. But it's actually very popular. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't. I, I haven't heard about it. Yeah. So a bunch of people that I know have gone to different theaters to see it. So, yes, uh, people that are close to God have a whole different attitude, it seems. But, yes, uh, in, indeed. As, as, yes. as they should. Yes. Yeah, As they and should. It, yeah. <laughs> We're so supposed we, to look different. Here we are at Advent already. By you know Sunday we'll start and uh, another year of getting ready for Christmas. Any thoughts on that? Of course you do. Yes, we try to balance the. Uh, the it's uh, there is a push to get things decorated beforehand. Mm -hmm. Um. And for many reasons, the school goes out of out of session, the leading up to Christmas, so that they, you know, you could make the argument they wouldn't see the church decorated, but they would because they come to church. So I think we're going to try to save. We'll do the big tree, maybe the second week of December because that takes a few days to get up and decorated, and that's in the Northex. And then we actually will get the church decorated the week before Christmas. Uh, because it has it's too big a project to do in just a day so we'll do that it takes a ton of volunteers um people who you know it's it's a labor of love but it is labor so mm -hmm. we're very grateful for the people that come and do it um i have a just a little three-foot tree from my house that <laughs> um it just goes in a box and out of the box <laughs> it's nothing to do so i can do that christmas eve and um you know, just prior, but mostly it's all about this liturgy, you know, this is liturgy of preparing for the season. And for those who go to mass every day, it makes a big difference. One other thing uh, that also um, I ordered this year, which I haven't seen this before, was there's a new book out calling Welcoming the Christ Child with Padre Pio and it's daily reflections for Advent. Every day is a different reflection through the eyes of Padre P. He, you know, he the, the the Christ child appeared to him as a little boy uh, for much of his life. So he has a great devotion to the the, the child Jesus. And so um, I'm looking forward to that book. I ordered that this morning, and hopefully that'll be here by this weekend. Yeah, it sounds good. Sounds I will like let you know. Sounds like a book I might like to read. Yeah. So Advent is a time of celebrating Christ's light in the midst of darkness. And um, we surely need it today. Right? 
Yes, more than ever. And, the world and, is darker than ever. And a time also to look forward to when Jesus will come a second time. So, um, you know, there's so many um, things that we that we do during Advent. One of them is the Advent wreath. Um, everybody, I'm sure, that listens to your show knows what the Advent wreath is. But in case they don't, it's a wreath with four candles in it. Three purple and one pink or rose. And it counts down the, the Sundays until uh, Christmas. And each week you light another candle until all four are lit. So it's um, a nice uh, tradition to have, especially if you have children. So that you uh, every night, like say at dinner time, you're lighting another candle. And, and it, it's showing them how much closer we're getting to Christmas. Sometimes people put a white candle in the center for, to represent Christ. So it, the wreath itself uh, is symbolic of God's love for us which is never changing like the evergreen stays green mm -hmm. all year the circle represents that there's no beginning no end to God's love and um, it's a good tradition to say a, a prayer a little prayer when you're lighting the candle so this is a way you can put more prayer into your day when the family is gathered around but then I heard this and I never saw this before. On Christmas Day, you can replace the purple and rose colored candles with white or gold and continue lighting them for the 12 days of Christmas. I like that idea. Yeah, it's not a bad idea, except that there's so much Christmas decor that goes on that the literally our, our little wreath would get lost in the Christmas decorations. Well, I mean I at know. home. I'm at home, sure, at yeah. Home. It, yeah, it's different for the church. But we also have um, an Advent calendar for the the academy, the school kids here this year. So every day we open one of the doors of the Advent mm -hmm. calendar and it has a little scripture message. And some of them have a little chocolate and some of them have all kinds of different things in there. Uh, but it's fun for the kids. It's a good, yeah. good thing. And... Um, of course, there's the manger with the pieces of straw. Um, if you put your crash up ahead of time and you have the empty manger and with little pieces of straw, the children can put a piece of straw in every time they do a little act of charity, make a do a penance to make it soft for Jesus to lie on. And then again, this time of year, we come upon the St. Andrew Christmas Novena. Uh, his feast day is November 30th which I believe is a Wednesday this year. And uh, up until Christmas, Christmas Eve, you recite his prayer 15 times a day and you meditate on the incarnation. And so uh, it's supposed to be a very powerful and effective novena. And uh, so if you have a big intention, St. Andrew might be the one to go to. I personally like that novena very much. Then there's... Uh, Kind of, this is kind of one that most people don't do that I know of anyway, is the Jesse tree. It's a little tree with ornaments depicting scenes from Jesus's ancestry in the Old Testament, King David, Adam, and so forth. So each day of Advent, you put another ornament on the tree. It's kind of, it's not a very popular one, at least in the United States. Mm -hmm. So... Um, it's a good time to prepare the way of the Lord because um, one day he'll be coming again. So we have to always keep that in mind. And Advent is that is that time of year. 
it goes by pretty quick too because it is so busy yeah um, oh yeah it flies and, and you know it, it was what was it two years ago when they canceled christmas yeah 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 so you know i thought after that happened people would come back in droves but it really didn't turn out that way i said they're starting to come back now the churches are fuller than they've been at least where we are uh-huh well it's <laughs> That's good, I guess. It's only took two years. <laughs> yeah. I think people are still afraid. There's some, still some fear there about, you know, bad sickness. Mm. That really got embedded. Um, yes, it was terrible, you know, when we couldn't get to the church. For, for any, even just for Sunday, but especially for the big events. Yeah. And last year, Christmas uh, wasn't... We, we had a group of people here last night for a prayer group and everybody was talking about last Christmas and how restricted it was. But even by themselves, they restricted it because they were afraid. Hmm. So, the you know, they everybody had a quieter year and, and everybody's ready to be past that now. I would hope so. Yeah. yeah. So, um, this is... What are we, three days away from Thanksgiving now? Yes. We're, go we're going to your sister's. Uh -huh. And um, she's working until 3 o'clock. On Thursday? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What time is Thanksgiving? Well, after 3 o'clock. I so guess somebody going, else will be cooking the turkey? We're going ahead of time to assist her two ah. daughters to make the meal. And, uh, you know, Megan is very good in the kitchen, so she's got it well in hand. Mm-hmm. So these girls are in the early 20s, and uh, they're taking on the Thanksgiving dinner with some yeah. help from their grandmother. So it should be good. And uh, let it begin. Yeah, she works in urgent care, so there's jobs like that you have to be in on the holidays. Yeah, I guess. That's too bad. Is she off on Friday? Um, usually not, so probably not. Yeah. And um, that's it. Uh, let it begin. And let us do it prayerfully this year. Yeah. So you, the one thing I think when people, they always complain to me after the fact that they, everything got away from them and it was so, so busy, so busy, so busy. You have to be intentional. An organization often will streamline your life. And I know for a lot of people it's difficult, but if you make lists and you assign things to certain days and times and even prayer, you put it in your calendar as an appointment and then show up, uh, things will happen according to the plan. Now, certainly there's always days and things go awry, but if you don't have a plan, it's very unlikely you're going to have a peaceful advent. Well, in our family, besides all of that, we have five big birthdays within a week, a week before Christmas. Uh, so it's your, your father, me, your brother, Jimmy. Jimmy. Um, our daughter-in-law, Karen, and our granddaughter, Mia. So all within a week between the 14th and the 19th. So just to add to all of that that's going on, <laughs> hmm. well, always makes it more interesting. You can lump a few of those together. But you can't lump the kids together. You know, what is Mia? Is she December 18th? 19th. 19th. 
you know, she's a little kid. She deserves her own day. Yeah, well, I mean, that's fine. The rest of us, we can lump a little bit. Yeah. So, um, I wish you a blessed Thanksgiving. So, uh, thank you. I'll call you. I guess I'll wait till later. Yeah. Since uh, you, you're having a late one. Very late. <laughs> <laughs> Very late. But yeah, I hope everybody listening has a wonderful and blessed Thanksgiving. Keep you might we must keep praying because you know there's so much in jeopardy around the world that we it's there's no time to let up prayer. So, you know the other side doesn't rest. No, never. No. So we have to be vigilant in our prayers, and uh, and anticipatory in in the in Jesus's coming, both at Christmas and again, and. Uh, Everyone should never forget that we know how this ends. God wins. The church is vindicated. And for those who are faithful, heaven is in store. So keep that at the forefront of your mind in all things. And don't let uh, any disturbances get you down, particularly I, during this season that's supposed to be so joyful. I, uh, of course, Our Lady always has a lot to say about Thanksgiving. I can squeeze this in, I think. October 3rd, 1985. Dear children, I wish to tell you to thank God for all the graces which he has given you. For all the fruits, thank the Lord and glorify him. Dear children, learn to give thanks in little things, and then you'll be able to give thanks also for the big things. Thank you for having responded to my call. I'm also pretty sure that she's mentioned that Christmas is one of the biggest days that souls come home from purgatory to heaven. Yes. So it's a great and also a great season for conversions because the world still celebrates Christmas. Oh, that's uh, a good point. So we still have to, you know, this is a great season to, for conversions to happen. And we're just about out of time. So may Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Have a great week. God bless you all. This is Father Dan signing off. Mm -hmm.